Oh, and just like that, boys, it's time. Let's get the shit show started. Thank you. Thank yes. God. It's been all week. I've been dying to talk to you guys. Me? Yeah. Oh. It's me? A, yeah, why not? Oh. I mean, I get it. <laughs> don't, don't put yourself down like that. I sit there and talk to myself all the time. Some people actually like you. I don't care what the haters say. I don't. I haven't met them. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I haven't met them. Mostly because I'm not looking to meet them. Mike, chin, chin up for a second, buddy. Check him out. Sporting the winter wear. Oh, yeah. Hey, he's, he's got, check he's me got out. the beard happening. If yep. you're going to check me out, what you should be looking at is... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> mm. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yes. For all of you people who are bitching constantly about, oh, I didn't put my Christmas tree up yet because it's November. Well, suck it, bitch. I got Christmas lights on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're supposed to do the intro. <laughs> Let me get started. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to maybe... I've said too much. The broken wishbone of internet radio. My name is Mike, and I'll be your host as we carve up this turkey of whatever the hell it is we do every week. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Izzy Swan of all things IzzySwan.com and Joel Crawford the missing digit. Watch boys. The host with the most has got a Christmas tree on his head. What the hell did you let me do? I don't know, but it, it involved... Does, it doesn't qualify unless there's tinsel, I'm just saying. Listen, yeah, the nice I thing about it, that I cough syrup is you'll never cough again. <laughs> yes. But listen, taking it to that kind of excess, that's just a bit much. No, I don't think it is. The question <laughs> is, is how good couple, are these AA batteries? a couple of unicorns to hang off your earmuffs there and some tinsel. Yes. Who says no to that? Uh-oh. Don't choke and die. Yeah, no. Sorry. I just woke up. You know what, guys? I want to talk about a little weight loss therapy right now. Ooh. Mike has inspired both Margo and I, and we've been on this whole no-carb diet. I, I, I don't want to call it a, a basically a keto diet because th there's some very specific things about keto diets. But Ketogenia? Yes, and and I would tell you that I haven't had intentionally haven't had a carb since the thirtieth uh, of whatever the number the thirty first of October. So starting the first, we are doing basically just meat, eggs, and cheese. And Margot has lost nineteen pounds in eighteen days. Mm. Holy Moses! What? Yep. And I am somewhere in there probably, but I have, I refuse to use the scale. Tell oh, Margo, I hate her because I found it. The you found <laughs> hey, thanks for leaving she that She FedExed around. it to you? Here, Izzy. It's Izzy at South Carolina. Have some of my ass. <laughs> right? <Dot com. laughs> That's right. Dot com. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, have have some of my thighs. Thighs. <laughs> That's Isn't that website on back pages? It Just is probably. I, oh, I think I'm changing my Thanksgiving plans. The hell with the honey baked ham. That's right. <laughs> Line up no, that, That's going to be our one cheat day. We're going to, we, we have been looking uh, forward all month to eating the shit out of some carbs. Uh, and that's going to be a little turkey, a lot of gravy and mashed potatoes and the rolls and the cornbread and, all stuffing. the stuffing. Don't, don't yeah. forget the stuffing. Always the stuffing. So, you know, it's weird because I started eating, uh, you know, nonsensically not that long ago. And I added uh, vegetables and stuff back in and um, I've had an occasional cheat day. And it is it is disappointing how much um, 
I don't care about the cheat days anymore. Like the cookies don't taste good anymore. I've ruined it for me. Have you? Good and because bad. you know the the root of all evil, and it's and I don't want to make this no, thing all about all. the carbs are going to kill you and make you dead. Well, they but may, the fact, but I will tell you a weird and surprising thing about this. And for anybody that suffers from chronic pain, I blew out my shoulder. Like like it wasn't even like in a good way. It wasn't like in a football game or anything. Like defending I, Sparta. No, I, I was probably wiping <laughs> my nose or something. It was terrible. Whatever happened, and I just blew it out. And I've been struggling with it for about two and a half. Two years now, I guess. And uh it's it's not horrible. Like it's still there. I can tell it's tender kind of a thing, but it's nothing like it was a month ago. I if we're gonna keep talking about your ass and using words like tender, it's this is gonna be a really hard show for <laughs> No, it's, we're just, just I was know. just gonna I was just gonna mention there's a weird correlation between influence. I haven't read anything, not a single thing. I can only tell you for the last month. That my shoulder has vastly improved, and I can only assume it is because there are no carbohydrates doing whatever they do in your system. Well, if you were prone to sugar before, sugar actually is uh, pretty pretty big on inflammation markers, and I'm pretty sure we just lost half the audience. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if you get rid of if you get rid of sugar, you'd be it's amazing. I, I actually had this conversation with somebody when um, when you get up in the morning and you just you know like you get out of bed. Your back hurts, your shoulder hurts, your ankles are a little bit sore. Um, you don't really pay attention to that. Well, when I started doing this diet and I lost, I'm down like 57 pounds now, I think, total. Nicely done, um, sir. And, uh, you know, guess let's make it about me for a minute. But um, one of the things I noticed, we went to Tennessee to visit some friends. And I said, you know, when I get out there, I'm going to eat whatever the hell I want. And I had, we went out to this brunch place that is absolutely sinful. And I had crepes and all kinds of other horseshit. And it was amazing. And it tasted awful and awesome all at the same time. The next day I woke up and like all of the pain that had been gone was back. Like overnight. And I was like, oh, you know what? I forgot that all this shit always hurt because it didn't hurt anymore. And now it hurts again. You know, and it was just like, and it's not pain. It's just discomfort. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember what this is. And then, you know, the next day, and it took like a week to go back away. And I was like, Jesus, one day is all it takes to destroy me forever. And so. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been cool and we haven't cheated at all. We've, we've, we are, we're doing the things we're eating a lot of fat and, mm. uh, my blood pressure is down. Uh, weirdly enough, and uh, all the good things are happening, and I, I don't know. It's it's cool see. My plea I'm, for this whole thing was to the maker community originally, because you know we go to these uh, these maker hangouts and stuff, and I look around. Um, I can't believe any of us are still alive at all. Uh, so you know, I was like, if we could all just get a little bit healthier, we could stay around for a lot longer. And uh, selfishly, I want that as much as possible. So, oh yeah. Yeah, no Most kidding. of you guys are friggin' awesome in ways that can't be described using words. So, um, just sexual gestures. I want you healthy and sexy and naked. Wait, what? <laughs> helicopter, helicopter. <laughs> yes. By the way, we decided at some point we're going to do the helicopter. And for those of you that don't know what that is, don't Google it because reasons. Um, but <laughs> probably by the end of the show, we're going to put on a show. And probably sure. not. So, but. So. Just, we need some type of tease I, for the for, for mid thing. But. I just I don't know, man. It's like it's like you're you're a whole new person when I'm because when we're doing this podcast and not everybody knows this, we're in three different states and we we that's not true. We're in the giant. Maybe place. I said too much. Uh, headquarters. Yeah, that's that's true. And uh, and but you now watching you over the you know the the Google Hangout, you're just stunningly manly with that beard. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. You're like a Sean Connery. Hold on. Let me, let me move the mic out of the way. <laughs> Look at that face. God. I, I, oh. <laughs> you know who I feel bad for? The people that listen to this on only audio. Because they're just not taking it in. Yeah. Yeah. See, the problem is, is that I'm gorgeous anyway. Like, I, I actually walk by mirrors and stop and look. Like I'm Yeah, like, of course you do. Yeah, you are. And unabashedly, I'm not even ashamed of that. Like, I'll stop there and just look up and be like, Jesus Christ. Kids, come over here and look at me. Look how good I look. Like, I'm that. Really admire good. this man in the mirror. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, and with the beard, like, you know. Mm. The funny part is, is I'm, I'm 43, and I have the beard of a 90-year-old. And I, I don't know where it came from. It's the only gray anywhere, but it's all gray. It's not some gray. It's not speckled. See? See, see, no, it's nothing. It's just gray. You yeah. can just shut right up. Oh, thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I it, this actually ties in because you know my my barber who does like the straight edge razor and everything, you know, which is by the way, is he the one that does the Abraham things. Lincoln on the uh, on the family jewels or is well, that I, the, no? I'm, I'm saying, that? listen, there are a few things that we've lost in this world, and one of those things is we were relegated uh, personal health and well being to to the women folk. And, uh, Have we? Th- they get, you know, spa days and, and nail treatments and pedicures and face masks and all the Wait, things. have we? <laughs> because, well, I'm just saying. I get those things. I, I, I know you do. But, but let's just say the vast majority of men don't. But if you can find yourself that, a barber. Please don't tell me that's true. Well, I, I'm just saying, if you can find yourself a barber that does a hot lather with a straight razor shave. It's, uh, and I know it seems old fashioned and like you're living in Andy Griffith moment. There's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's an amazing it's, shave, but they always miss one hair right next to your mouth. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so, then you, then you're like tongue, and then you're like, I get to hold that hog from the body. I gotta go, I gotta go, I get to the bathroom so I can take this off. My, my guy's, my guy's amazing. Licking the inside of our lip like that one day. Just like, Hey guys, uh, this is a, next time you're down i'll get you guys in and we'll we'll all go for a shave and and a haircut two bits and uh and yeah it's it's amazing she does the whole <laughs> vibrating uh shoulder rub thing the oh that's the hey that's the happy <laughs> dude it's, it's amazing it's fantastic that is the happy ending of haircutting right there boy. Oh, that is, it is <laughs> It is. And if, if I was just admiring my long ass hair, remembering that I should be going to her sooner than later, I really wanted yeah, to make a, it a weekly thing, but I just can't find the time. By the way, we are going to talk about, you know, being thankful because, you know, we're corny and it's Thanksgiving and oh, we have no original God, ideas. Doing that really? Oh, shit. I have, I have but, nothing to be thankful for. But I, I am thankful for, um, there's a, there's a barbershop in town I can never get into, Excuse but me. they do. They give you a beer while you, they cut your hair, um, which is, I don't know how it's legal, but uh, they give you like a cold, frothy mug full of beer and you sit there. I think Izzy closed the wrong window. If you see him come back in a second, you'll know why. Um, but, and then uh, they cut your hair. They do a scalp massage, a hot towel over your I'm face. On my and like, way. I've fallen asleep there twice. Oops. Unapologetically. So. I, be- I believe that. It's, that seems like a fantastic place. I know uh, 
It's delicious. I know my barber doesn't do that. However, what she lacks in beverages, she makes up in full crazy, which is awesome. And uh, we talk about the craziest things while she's doing it, but it's like straight up old school. So, so it's, you know, it's, you got the barber's chair, you got the razor cut, you get, you know, all the things. And, uh, and again, I, I would tell you that men have dismissed this as a, maybe we got too busy or maybe it became unmanly. But Floyd the barber is somebody you should find. I don't care who your Floyd is. Mine's a girl. Uh, but but definitely you need a Floyd the barber. Yeah, I don't disagree. So, by the way, for those of you wondering why Izzy all of a sudden got quiet, I think he clicked the wrong button. So, But he's back now. So, uh, hey, Izzy, thanks for coming back to the podcast. So I'm sitting here having a conversation with my computer, then I just realized Audacity's still recording all this. <laughs> the worst part is, is when I go to edit this, like everybody's going to be like, why were you talking over Izzy for, for a minute and 13 seconds? Because <laughs> right. like, he wasn't there. Yeah, so at the uh, at the 12-minute mark, roughly 12 to 13-minute mark, yeah. Mike, you want to yeah. have, my, yeah, have a peek at go. that? Really, you should have a peek at that. <laughs> so, uh, Izzy, what were you talking about while you were gone? I was saying there's... words. <laughs> <laughs> got it oh that word that word pleasant <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well you're recording there on your end so i'm still gonna have it you are <laughs> so, so people are gonna hear that they're just not gonna they're gonna wonder why none of us are responding to it <laughs> I, I do want to interject we do have a topic to talk about and uh we're going to talk about the myth of um of dust explosions for using pvc for uh oh duck god work. yes let's talk and, about that and uh and we'll i come got back lots we'll, to say about that I, I know you do Izzy, <laughs> but we'll come back to that after uh you know we do the round table here next time yes. i hear somebody say you're gonna get a spark and your shop's gonna explode i'm gonna put 25 cents in my prius and drive to california and punch them <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, very hey, strong i'll pay the 25 cents <laughs> listen uh, uh mike what you been up to Hey, what's hey. on my bench? <laughs> what's on your bench? <laughs> what guitar have you I made today? I haven't made anything in like two months. Like I don't even, I mean, I, I'm a pretty poor excuse for a maker to begin with, but um, I actually can hear my garage calling to me. Like, um, so I went for a run today. I did two miles in 20 minutes, which is really good for a guy that looks like me. Who the hell was um, chasing you? I understand. Uh, was there a bear? Father Time is chasing me. Um, but, but so when I was done a with Grim that, Reaper. I can actually hear my ancestors calling me to Valhalla as I went <laughs> in the deep covered grass. And, uh, uh, and I realized something. I can actually hear my shop calling me in the same way. So, like, you know, I'm, I, it's like, hey, come play. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I haven't made anything in forever. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a, uh, so uh, for those of you who don't know, I do uh, mortgages for a living, um, and that's a shit show. So if you ever have an opportunity to do mortgages for a living, don't, um, but uh, just because it's not a very stable uh, environment and, and it's not conducive to happiness most of the time. Um, so we had a layoff at work not too long ago, um, and I had to cut four of my best friends uh, from my workforce, which is, uh, doesn't make for a good week, believe it or not. Uh, but I celebrate now because um, I I don't know that they're going to be worse off, which is, uh, and we've been in touch since the whole thing. And uh, But yeah, when you're the manager and it becomes your job to fire people that, you know, you have uh, one of the guys have a key to his house, like, uh, you know, that's how close of friends they are. Um, it uh, it gets to be a little bit aggravating and, and uh, makes things a little bit weird. So it's been a, been a tough week. 
Um, but uh, I refuse to be the guy that's always, you know, why does this happen to me? Uh, I've talked about that uh, on this podcast incessantly. Um, so, and I'm trying to be the guy that looks forward and all that. And I, I realized something, the guy I want to be and the guy I am aren't always the same guy. But, uh, but thankfully I recognize that and, um, I have the opportunity to, you know, make that different so I can, I can step out ahead of it. But yeah, so it's been a bit of a shit show week, but, uh, things are good for me right now. Um, can't really complain. All the kids are healthy. Uh, my daughter was accepted to college. Nice. Uh, this week we got our very first acceptance letter. Um, so is this her first choice? Did she do many applications? Well, so here's the funny part. So I won't mention the college because I'm getting ready to shit all over them. But <laughs> so, well, <laughs> you um, so we applied you know, to this place. That's one. Of, those are really happy moments, sort of. Like your heart is happy, <laughs> but your wallet is just sobbing. Well, it's, I mean, here's the thing. My kids, like everybody says this about their kids. I have amazing children. Like they're just, they've grown into really good teenagers. And my oldest daughter is just a spectacular, um, just young woman. She's, she's funny and sweet and like everything you'd want a human being to be. Right. So she's, um, just, I, I don't worry about her. So, uh, she got a letter from this college and they said, you know, blah, blah, blah. This, that, another thing. Congratulations. Uh, we've accepted you to our freshman class of 2019, right? So we were like, holy shit. And it just happens that this Saturday we had a tour to go over to this college and check it out. So um, Saturday morning, we get in the car, we drive to it, we pull up, and I go, whew. <laughs> so um, this place is shithole. <laughs> like, so we go halfway through the tour, and I actually asked the, like, the lady who's giving the tour, I was like, so how long is this tour? Um does this last a long time? So, and, uh, you know, we ended up like, as soon as, as soon as we got back to the, where the parking lot was, we just kind of left. So, uh, and then I told my daughter, I said, you know, by the way, I said, she's like, ah, no dad, this place is a no for me. And I was like, well, if they come back with a full scholarship uh, or full scholarship, you're going to love it here. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know, if they come you- to us and go, Hey, we give you X number of dollars. I'm going to be like, Congratulations, listen, Sonny. Listen, just because the professors are on walkers and there's more rust and patina than than most, it's a, it's an amazing college. Yes, it's. Uh, but yeah, nothing. I tell you, there are uh, there are moments, and I and I've been known for those of you that are friends with me on Facebook. I've been known to share these moments from time to time. Um, I'm I'm big on little moments. Uh, you know, I try to I try to spend a lot of time really focusing on them and. When you get that first acceptance letter for your little baby going to college, like it, it's, it takes you a minute. You're like, holy shit. Like, and for her, she's kind of bugging out. She's like, you know, oh my God, you know, uh, what am I going to do? And I keep having to tell her, I'm like, look, honey, you know, you remember when you went to middle school, you weren't sure that, you know, what was going to happen, but you, you figured it out and everything was fine. When you had your first job, you were panicked. You weren't sure what was going to happen, but you figured out everything was fine. I said, this is going to be the exact same thing. So, um, you know, I know you're. I know it's a little nervous. I know you're a little scared, but just put your head down. I believe in you. I trust you. I think you're going to be just fine. Um, you know, and she's just like, and, and then I'm in the background going, "Holy fucking shit! I have a daughter in college." Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, telling her not to panic while I'm sweating through my shirt at the same time. But uh, so that's what's going on in my life. Uh, that's uh, there's nothing on my bench, but uh, there's a lot in my head. So thanks right for on. listening. But uh, so Izzy, what you been going on? I see you. Uh, you Don't and Andy ask. Klein are making rings. By the way, 
I'm going to tell you this right now. And I'm, there are some moments I'm not proud of. I might be proud of this. There was a point when you put the ring on and you, you had your hand open and there was a little bit of glue like on your hand. And I was watching the video and I was like, God, he's so masculine. (laughs) (laughs) Right up until he says pinky ring. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got it's like a bike tire with those, right? with those goddamn right. hands. Well, I, wear, I wear I wear a size seventeen on my pinky. <laughs> yeah. You're like exactly. Jesus. No, my yeah, pinky's exactly. a nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks like a bear claw. But That's right. So, uh, what do you got going on over there in the uh, in the world of sawdust and cabinet making? Madness, utter pure madness. Um, I'm. In the process of trying to finish out some cabinets, I've got 40 drawer boxes to build, half of which I have cut sitting on my table. Then I had to stop and go, oh, crap, I'm doing a collab with Andy. So yesterday, late afternoon, I started building a ring-making machine. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> so yeah, His um, looked like, you know when a kid walks in and like they're doing their projects and everything? And, and, and Izzy, yours is amazing off the fly and, and built the way it is. But his was like, he 3D printed like 32 parts. He did all these things and all those <laughs> things. And I was like, you know, sometimes some kids, you know, they they plan ahead a little bit. And then I look at yours and yours works just as good, if not better in certain <laughs> situations uh, b- because of its simplicity. And And you're like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> engineering wins well the the funny part is is that he's got a thing out there's a poll on there he goes you know which one would you build and i'm like i clicked izzy because i, I don't have an engineering degree right so <clears throat> oh i, yeah, I, 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 I this part. In, a, this... in a in a drill with some zip ties no problem yeah exactly i right. knew i knew from the get-go coming out of this that andy was gonna i mean just blow this out of the water so i mean that's just andy everything he does is meticulous well thought out right well planned engineered amazingly you know and um everything i do is typically oh crap i gotta build this <laughs> so <laughs> you know unless somebody's paying me i'm I'm typically going to spend uh, maybe six or eight hours on it and get it done and move you know, on with you, my life. You know, this describes Andy's uh, personality in like a, uh, in, in a very, he, he built a vice that has a transmission. I it have is one. a high <laughs> and a low gear. I'm not one. even shitting you. It's, it's, <sighs> I have one sitting in my shop. Gary was just here. He got to play with it. I'll be putting that on my, I'm building a new workbench next, in next week or two, and that'll be going on. If he workbench. doesn't patent that and sell that to Veritas, because he doesn't need to make it, he needs somebody else to make it. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, there's that struggle between, that's the, boy, when you're in the, trying to, you know, do this kind of thing that what Andy's doing. There's a real struggle between that. It's it's you you can license it off and make nothing, or you can make it yourself, make a little, um, but you you have the pricing strategies and marketing strategies and all this other thing come into play. So that's, that's really one of those things that's really hard to, hard to say. If you if you license it out, you're going to make three to five percent on the super high end, and if you sell. 10 a month or 20 a month through, you know, whatever place you're going to. And woodworking is not this giant, you know, marketplace. It's really not. Um, so the, the people that you would buy something like that and then the actual people that would, how do you get in front of them, blah, blah, blah. It turns out you don't, you don't sell much of them. So selling it for, um, a lot, you know, licensing it out for three to 5%, you don't make anything. And if you're trying to license, if you're trying to, you know, 
do it yourself and get it done. You make a little more, but it's a lot of it's a lot of headache. So I think Andy's trying to give us a run where he's going to do it himself for a while and see how it goes. And I hope it works out great for him because it's an amazing idea, absolutely amazing idea. Yeah. Andy's one of them weird dudes that like he's like the kind of guy if you gave him mushrooms, like he'd come back and be like, "I figured out nuclear fission." Like, he's just, <laughs> he, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Yeah. So no, but he's it was just, a lot of. He's got to figure it out. That dude's. He's got a weird mind. So yeah, this whole thing was a lot of fun, and I remember talking to Andy a couple months ago. We were talking about doing a collab, and he's like, we were talking about just both building something, and he's like, let's do a ring making machine, and I was like, yeah, okay, cool. And then after I said, it, I was like, oh, really? No shit. <laughs> ring making. Build a ring making machine. Oh man, <laughs> you know. And then I, so I started thinking about it a little bit. And the last couple of days, I was, I was doing some research. And just, there's a lot of people that make wooden rings. There's a lot of people that make wooden rings. There's a lot of people. I was surprised. I was like, do these guys not have a life? <laughs> what's, what, what's going on here? No, just hear me out. Let me finish to give, what I have to say before I sound like a complete asshole. Um, but it, it's a lot of fun. I, you know, I would have never even fathomed it. So I, I'm like, this is cool. I, I got into it. I started designing the machine out. And I started, I started working on it. Like, hey, this is actually, this is actually pretty sweet. You know, and when you're done, it doesn't take a lot of material. It doesn't take up a super amount, huge amount of time. It's like turning a pen. It's kind of fun. You know, it's like, all right, I, all right, I understand now. I get it. I'm down. There's a whole subsect of woodworking that makes rings, and I understand why. And that's actually pretty cool so i'm I'm actually gonna beef up that machine a little bit and probably make a few rings i'll be like crisp easy christmas presents i got i got 15 minutes and a little scrap of ebony here i go wow. i know what grandpa's getting for christmas hey so. I, by the way i'm not sure what size this is but if you want to take a screenshot <laughs> go it's, ahead it's smaller than a 17 it's <laughs> it, it'd fit other places that way too <clears throat> It's, a, um, it's, it's an ooh, so. not an ah. But, um, yeah, I was going to make Actually, a- I wonder, because, you know, they make, they make them for your junk. I wonder what size that would be. Like, can you get a, can you get a <laughs> ring maker to do that for you? I'm sure you could. Um, I need to make a I want to walk into a, in a, ju- into a, a jeweler's office and take my junk out and be like, do it. I need to know what size it is. <laughs> He'll be like, uh, I need the smaller kit. Hold on one second. <laughs> No, I I, um, I was going to make a thumb ring, but I didn't have any ebony that was three inches wide, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to need, uh, you could probably cut one for my junk out of a dowel. <laughs> <laughs> so I guarantee you there is no other podcast in the world talking about making wooden rings for their junk right now. I promise. Well, <laughs> hey, look, honey, they made me a wooden straw. <laughs> you don't get to pick that, okay? <laughs> I I promise you, I'd have picked different. It's hey, we live in modern times. You can pick that now. So. Yeah. The only compliment I've ever gotten, I'll, I'll share this, even though it's embarrassing, because you know Please I don't do. have that I don't have that voice that tells me not to say things. But the uh, the only compliment I've ever gotten, uh, you know, in 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 uh, presenting, we'll call it the. Uh, the pieces is, is well, it's not as small as you said it was. <laughs> uh, good time. Thanks. I appreciate the vote of confidence. I'll be in the back room crying. <laughs> so, 
anyway, hey, I just want to do a behind the scenes thing on Izzy real quick too. So, um, because I've been a uh, we uh, you know we've been doing this podcast for over a year now, what? which uh, and there's say. people that still listen to it, which I don't understand, you folks, but I love all of you crazy bastards. Um, so Izzy will come on here and we'll you know we'll be talking. He'll be like, "Hey, actually, we, there was one episode where he was like, "Hey, do you have any ideas for something? I'm trying to build something for the you know YouTube's." And uh, I, I had said something. He did a sketch up like five minutes after we got off the podcast, and it was a goddamn video uploaded to YouTube the next day. And so, like, if you're wondering, like, if if Izzy ever talks about what his process is, like, he gets an idea, he goes in his shop, there's sawdust, and then there's a video. And there's about there's about nine minutes in between all of those processes, so there's it's not it, there's not a whole lot of uh, stuff going on. So when he says that he's like, "Hey, I had to make a ring thing with Andy," he probably remembered this morning when he woke up, and there's already a video on YouTube with a hundred thousand views. So the, no, I remember my point being is that you'll never I... be as cool as Izzy Swan. So <laughs> no, I remembered yesterday morning when I was out and about, and my daughter and I went and stopped and picked up some ebony and a Dremel tool. I was like, "Oh yeah, I got to do that." So, and <laughs> of all the damn oh, things, shit, this, is, this drives down. me freaking nuts. You go to the depot or you go to the Lowe's or wherever you get in place that you go to is, they have this display up, all right? There's like 10 of them sitting there. On the display, there's a Dremel tool with a freaking cord sticking out of the back of it. It says $99. You look right below it. The big box Dremel tool, $99. Okay, that's it, right? Well, you grab that <laughs> sucker, you walk out, you, you know, you take some cute you know, Instagram stories with your daughter, putting it in the truck van, you drive home, you start building this machine, you, you know, look at the box 15 times, then you open it up and you go, oh, crap, it's battery power. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell, why the, really, Home Depot, put, yeah, this, really. put the stuff below, the stuff that is displayed right below it with the same price tag, would you please put the, the proper tool there? Save guys no, like me no, who are like going 90 miles an hour, the headache of having to deal with that. Seriously, come on. It's not that hard. You guys invented end caps. You can put the, you can do it below there. Come on. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Rant over. But uh, yeah. Thank you, Mike. A lot of times the videos are like that because there's got, you know, 600 other things going on and you just have to, you just have to have to, you know, it's part of what we do. It's like, um, I, it's like I getting a request. A, it's getting a job done. You know, um, you have a truck showing up the next day to pick up 15 pieces of furniture and two of them aren't finished. You stay up all freaking night long to finish them. So when the truck shows up, they're there. That's what you do. There. I have a, uh, I, I have a request. <laughs> Can I request oh, that you build something? Helicopter? You have <laughs> I don't. If you could build that, I want you to build that. But I have a request. And... Uh, you have to mention me in the video if you make it. Okay, what's that? I want you to make a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what? I can't. Bill, Bill Lutz is in the house, and, and Bill, that's Bill's thing. I can't step on him. I can't. I, I not, just want you to make a guitar. I don't want it to have any strings. I just want, <laughs> I want you to build an air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to play air guitar like nobody's goddamn business. And I'm going to... And everywhere reclaimed audio is, I'm going to post that because I need every time I need, I need to grab the the um uh, what is it um oh what's the name of that show oh uh, come on back in the early 80s the air guitar thing 
help. Oh, uh, Bill uh, and Ted's uh, excellent adventure. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need I need to grab that little bit that little bit of audio every time they do the air guitar. Or they play that. Yes. Stick that in there. Yep. I I need you to build a guitar with no strings and then play it. <laughs> I need that video on YouTube. I. Now the problem is, is that once you do that, I'll probably die because my life will be complete as soon as I see that. <laughs> my family will find me in front of my iPhone with the goddamn video still playing, and it'd be like, "Oh my god, he just he, he, he just died. He completely disappeared, like Luke in the in the uh, the most recent Jedi video. His life was complete. It was time for him to move on." Yeah. So anyway, it's yeah, right. it's just been busy in the shop. Lots of stuff going on. Thanks for asking, Mike. How you doing? Ah yes, yeah. I I have I've drank sixteen ounces of Jack Daniels while we've been doing this. And so, you're wearing uh, Christmas tree lights on your head. Life has got to be not. That's that what bad happens when moment. you uh, drink sixteen ounces of Jack Daniels. Uh, for the record, before I had a sip of Jack Daniels, you I put did these it. lights on my head. By the way, let yeah, me just look did. down here real quick because that's really that's that's something special. But that's five uh, Joel, points for Gryffindor right there. Oh wow, that was quite the reference, sir. Thanks. But uh, Joel, what you been up to, dude? Tell me a I, thing. Uh, where, yeah. So, uh, so this week has Besides been dieting. the tales of preparing for Christmas, and uh, we're rocking it pretty hard, and sales have been good. So we're we're feeling good about that. We're sending in. My UPS driver hates me, but uh, we're sending in cases of product right now to Amazon's warehouses. We have ourselves stocked up for all of our other sales channels and we're making <clears throat> Spartans and beer flights and page pals and cutting boards and everything else by the mile. So, uh, and we're running really, really well in the meantime, though, um, I bought a crap ton of Christmas lights and throughout the day, I'm just going to pick like a tree. Just so. Just you just guys know a crap ton is 552 pounds. Uh, it's at least 552 pounds. Yeah, that's yes. a crap ton. That's so the- my wife asked me what my deal is with extension cords because I have maybe the world's largest collection of extension cords uh, because there was one time that I didn't have an extension cord that I wanted or needed at the time. And so now I just buy all of them. And so I have a <laughs> wall dedicated for hanging extension cords. And I might have 60 or 70 really good, like 12 gauge, anywhere from 20 feet to a hundred feet, uh, extension cords, probably a small third world country's GP, uh, 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 uh GPA, GPA. No, that's, that's great. Uh, gross national product GNP. Anyway, whatever of, uh, extension I, I cords. I just threw that out there to be and, a dick. Right. <laughs> And so, and, and I'm, this is it. This is my, this is my game. And this is we bought the new house last year. We didn't have enough time to get everything set for Christmas. We great mortgage guy, by the way, that's right. Great mortgage guy. Sorry. I couldn't come through on this, this, uh, this time this year. Um, but, uh, but we were, uh, we didn't kill it last year, but we're going to kill it this year and it's going to be amazing. And I will post photos somewhere, but yeah, that's, that's it. We're doing, we're doing our grind. And, uh, everything's, everything's working is the diet and all the things, you know, it's, it's not a particularly exciting life, but it is filled with lots of things. You're, you're much better at this Christmas thing than I am. My, my little five-year-old said, dad, can we put Christmas lights up? 
I was like, sure. I grabbed a flare out of the back of the van, lit it, and threw it in the driveway. So there you go. There's your Christmas lights. Quit bugging jingle me. Bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, uh, you know it's funny because when I was a kid, so uh, my so we were we were flat broke, and you know my mother ended up losing our our uh, my my house to foreclosure because you know reasons. Uh, apparently, they want the money every month, and if you don't pay it, they come and take you and ask you to leave. Weird. Um, well, it's so weird. One thing. One thing that she always spent a lot of time on was like Christmas, and we never got shit under the Christmas tree. Uh, Christmas was basically the most disappointing holiday ever in our household because she couldn't afford shit. Um, and but we always like she always spent a lot of time decorating and putting lights out and like those little ceramic like Christmas trees that have the little lights in them. You know the thing I'm talking about? Like oh, yeah. she loved those things more than anything. If I bought her one of those for Christmas every year for the rest of her life, she would she would think I was the greatest son ever. Um but you but are it was like, the greatest son ever. <clears throat> no. Well, my brother's a little bit retarded, so there's I'm, it, the, the competition isn't very high on that, but uh <laughs> And I say that while I have Christmas lights on my head. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I understand the irony. Um, but yeah, like the, the decorating for Christmas and the making the Christmas holiday special because we were family and we were doing things together. She put on, we had the shittiest radio you've ever seen in your life, but she put on um, we like records. If you guys remember what those are, I know some sure. of you millennials out there are like, "What is this life?" Like I've seen a DJ with a scratching. <laughs> Isn't um, that back when they had like zip drives, or is that before that? Was that a thing? I, I don't know. But uh, zip drives, Jesus, <laughs> that was three and a half inch floppies. Um, by the way, I just adjusted my headset so you can see my Christmas lights better. Just so you know, I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm probably gonna like we normally don't leave the video podcast up for very long but i think i may have to leave this one just so you can get the do shutters because uh <laughs> they're special. happening but uh yeah but so we never got like gifts but she used to make the holiday special um and that's uh you know it's funny because when i look at um you know things today like my kids ask for the usual shit like your know, kid wants a playstation 4 and the newest iphone and all this other nonsense but um you know, and after you have those things, like they go away pretty quickly. You don't really care about it, but spending the time to actually make the holidays, like come up with traditions and sort of do random things, like those things have always been really kind of big on my list of you know to do. So we're trying to spend a lot of time, you know, with that kind of stuff. And by the way, let me just throw this out there: if you have an opportunity to take your children and go volunteer around the holidays to do something, um. Uh, I don't know the word, but uh, if you have an opportunity to do something that's kind of big and, and you know do some volunteering and, and spend some time helping some families that don't have as much as you do, uh, that is an opportunity. Let me tell you that you really should invest some time in this year. Um, my kids and us, we we done some volunteering for some families that. Um, you know, they just don't have a lot of stuff. They did. They don't get a turkey at Christmas. You know, and and uh, so we go. I take the kids to go buy a bunch of stuff, and and we donate, and we adopt families, and we do the whole Christmas tree thing and all that stuff. And and um, even the way I talk about that, it seems sort of marginal because you know it's like, oh yeah, we donate and all that stuff. But to the people that you do that to, it's life changing. And when I was a kid, like we didn't have a lot of that stuff, so you know we we 
we always had a good family, so there was always a good Thanksgiving. There was always a lot of people around the, the Christmas tree. Um, our family was always, you know, able to to spend a lot of time with us, but there wasn't a lot of stuff under the tree. And in looking back, the time I spent with my family was more important than anything I ever received as a gift. And you don't think about that now, um, you know, when you're trying to buy presents for your children. But when you look back, it's never the thing you got for Christmas that you remember. It's the people that were there with you, that spent the time with you, that, um, you know, you, you had an opportunity to really share with. That, the, that, that's the moments. And if you have a chance to volunteer with your children and go do things for people who are less fortunate, it changes the holidays for them in ways that uh, are really powerful. So if you have a chance to do that this year, take the opportunity to do so. Um, I, I, I recommend it. It's been something that's been very, very good for our family. Um, and it really gives you an opportunity to kind of reach out, be a member of the community. And uh, you get a lot of return from that, a lot of return. So my little, uh, my little holiday tip from your Uncle Mike. So, but uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> I, I mean, I do this podcast with you guys, uh, and that's a lot of charity. That is pretty gracious. <laughs> no, I, I agree. There's, uh, we, every year we do a number of things. I'm not going to talk about them because they're us and that's a level that we just, we do, we do a lot of charity work and it's a thing we all enjoy and I wish we could pr promote it without feeling like an ass when I do so <clears throat> not, yeah, not that's saying, one of those that's, that's one of those weird places right like it's like you want to do it but if you talk about it you feel like you're right. bragging about being like <laughs> then you get like, then right. you become a douchebag yeah, well it's, yeah it's, but it's, I think it's if you're talking about it in the um in the scope of encouraging others to do the same I, I don't think that's I, no, I think, that's what I, that's what every douche it. does though but that's that's exactly that's what I'm saying. Not 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 what you're saying, Mike. Was what what I'm saying is, you know, you see those guys like, yeah, it was a great day over at the homeless shelter. We petted 42 dogs and I helped feed them, and that's great. And it'd be like, okay, yes, that is good. And but literally, when I was 13 years old to the time I was 16, I was the kid who went over every two or three nights and every Saturday and Sunday. And I went to the humane shelter that was run privately. It wasn't like sponsored by anybody. We asked for donations and I would shovel the pee soaked shit out of every cage that I came across and fed them and groomed them and washed them down and did all the things for the shelter. And it was something I did as a kid and, and I enjoyed doing it and I got rewarded for it, but it's like, I didn't have Instagram at the time and I don't think. It, it's not all like, those are things that you talk about later. Like, oh yeah, 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 we went down to, you know, Argentina and we brought them all Bibles and that's great. You don't, I don't, I, I understand that there's some, I, I worry that people have the wrong motivation because if you're going to help somebody else, it needs to be something about you that you get. I don't believe in altruism exactly. I believe the fact that if you're wanting to help folks out, that it is, it is, in, in an uplifting kind of way. And the minute you start publicizing that as an, as a noble cause and you're the one doing it, it seems to take away from the, and I might be wrong on this, but it, it seems to take away from the, the, the 
nobility of it. I don't maybe the nobility of it. But if you if you're if you're a firefighter and you're fighting fires and there's a photographer there and he sees you doing the heroic deeds that have been done these last week in this horrible thing. That's amazing. That's fantastic. If you're a firefighter and you're taking selfies while you're digging a trench in a tree line, I don't think I I don't think that's I don't think that's the right exact thing. You know what I'm saying? Like like do you see what do you see what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a difference to it. I, I guess when you get into when you're working that really doing, sucks that line is so fine like it's, I, it's I know just, I know it's I don't know how to say it when you self-promote no when you self-promote in an act of charity it something broke I don't I don't know how to explain that doesn't doesn't that make sense yes okay I, I it, it I, absolutely it, makes sense I was on the verge of so, sounding like a complete asshole but the, the truth of the matter is there's a difference between promoting yourself and self-promotion and the true act of giving away some of yourself and your time without expecting anything back yes other than the self-fulfillment of it it feels good yes and that's enough you know it's funny because i've been you know i talk pretty openly about being in therapy and stuff and, and there's a lot of times when some of the points and i've been at my lowest um, and I've been in, you know, when I used to go to therapy pretty regularly, um, and I don't go as much as I only go when things are really bad for me, um, nowadays, but when I used to go, when I was younger, one of the things she always used to promote was go help somebody. And, and, I, and I owe this woman my life. So, I mean, like, if she had called me tomorrow and said she needs something, I'd give her anything. But, uh, and, and I mean that very literally, um, because there's been there's been a lot of times I didn't want to live anymore, and uh, she was like, "No, no, really, you you know, you you have there's there's a lot for you to uh, to um, to to give the world, you know." And and when you look at things that way, and she used to tell me, she's like, "You know, go go volunteer, go help somebody." There's so many people that could use the energy you have to give, and I I have to say, Thanksgiving is by far like it's not even close. It is by far my favorite holiday of all the holidays we celebrate. It's the only one that hasn't been completely bastardized by by commercialism. There is almost nothing that you do other than have food with your family, talk about how thankful you are, and just, you know, spend time together. And and I can't think of a better reason to have a holiday. Like Christmas is all about the presents, right? Oh, what do we get my kids? What do we get you? You know, I'm already asking everybody, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? And it's like, you know, it, it's just, it, it's all about, the, it, it's not even about a need you fulfill. It's about a want you fulfill. And that want is so fleeting, right? Like the thing you want this year, you don't even talk. It, think about the things your kids ask for um, if you have children or if you have friends or, you know, I, I have children, but very few friends. But if you have friends <laughs> uh, or kids, like what is the thing they asked for last year? What was the last time you talked about that thing? Right? It, it just, it goes away, right? It's like... You had this conversation and said, hey, you know, I really want X. Four months later, you never talk about X again, right? Whatever that thing is. Um, but if you have an opportunity to like, you know, just just uh, share with like, when I think back into the holidays, I don't remember Christmases or Valentine's Days or the, you know, the goddamn gold things I got for girlfriends in years past, like all that stuff. That None of that stuff comes to mind, but like, Sitting around the 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 kitchen table at my grandmother's house, enjoying all the time with my family, like 
telling dick jokes because we're kind of weird as a group, like just kind of um, like that's the stuff that, that holds and, and stays with you and, and building traditions and coming up with like weird shit that only you do that. And you think only you do, even though you know most people do the same stuff. Um, those type of things are really kind of the things that you take away. And, and Thanksgiving is by far my favorite version of all of that because you have a chance you're just sitting down and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm thankful for X, you know, and whatever that thing is. And, and you don't even have to say it out loud. Like you're just sitting there looking at people you haven't seen in a while. You know, everybody's got these family members that come in out of weird places that, you know, you, you, you don't run into that often, but you have a chance to catch back up or we invite family or, uh, you know, friends from the neighborhood into our home for Thanksgiving because everybody in North Carolina is a transplant. Nobody's from here. Um, so, you know, I have family from New Jersey and Ohio and all this other stuff around me. So we bring everybody into the house. And we're like, you know, come on over for dessert. And we just spend time together. And it's just, there's there's something very cathartic about like, hey, we didn't have to buy each other something. There was no uh, prescribed ritual. There's nothing that I have to do to share this time with you. Just come over, have a drink, have some pie, have some whatever. Um, just enjoy each other, you know. And and so you don't get that in any other holiday we celebrate. And so you know, Thanksgiving this time of year um, is my favorite time of year because everybody gets a little bit nicer, a little bit sweeter, a little more generous. Um, you know, everybody just kind of steps their game up for just a little while. And when you look around the landscape of community and people and society, it's just, this is my favorite time. Um, it's my favorite holiday. It's just my favorite time of year. So I have almost the complete opposite view of (laughs) this time of year is you. This is my, I hate this time of year. (laughs) And this this goes back to my childhood. My parents, my parents would fight relentlessly. During the holidays, they were always stressed out, always worried. They fought more. There was more discord in my family than any other time of the year during the holidays. So it just, and I mean, that that happened 40 years ago, but it's still with me. I mean, it still left such an impression. I'm just like, ugh, really? And thankfully, you know, I have people in my life that are gracious and, and amazing. And to this day, I still don't go out and really buy presents. I just, I'm like, here's the money get the kids stuff so they have stuffs and you know what do you need for this and i do you know i just throw money at it and it goes and that's my contribution because i'm like <laughs> i don't want to fight i don't want to deal with it i just like whatever you need here you go go do your thing so <laughs> i'm just like, you know it's funny you say it because i had the exact same because because the holidays christmas particularly was always incredibly disappointing for me um always like because mom it was always a very stressful time for mom because she didn't have anything my mother was a waitress she was living on tips for you know forever when we were kids and um my father was a mechanic working kind of odd jobs and they got separated when i was younger and you know, all that bullshit right so um the, the holidays were always a very disappointing time and then it got to the point where my father became more established he got remarried and you know bought a house and him and his new wife they had this new life and and that was always very disappointing for my mother because she couldn't afford to do the things that they could. So it got to the point where like, you know, you go to my father's and I'd ask my mother for a bike and my father buy that bike. My mother couldn't afford to buy that bike. So now it's like you're in this weird kind of situation where you have the bike you wanted, but you can't really be proud of it because if you show it off around mom, like, you know, she gets really kind of hurt by all that. And it just, so the holidays were just a gigantic shit show. Like it was, there was no win at Christmas for me. Um, 
And, uh, you know, and, and that's really hard as a kid to kind of try to find the balance of that stuff, you know? And it's like, um, and, and when I got older, like I carried all of that forward, like Christmas, I hated Christmas. And when I first had children, it was like, I realized, and this is something that me and my therapist talked about a lot is I was carrying that hatred and that anger and that animosity and I was dumping it on them, you know? So like I was taking all this disappointment and I was interjecting into the, the holiday that they had. And she was like, you got to stop. Like, you got to give them their own chance. You know, you got to, it's, you got to have, give them the opportunity to love the holidays, appreciate the holidays and, and not bring your own bullshit into it. And that was really hard because, I mean, you know, you get used to doing things a certain way and it's just hard to let go of those habits. You're like, I hate Christmas. It was, you know, this gig. It was just a nightmare. Every Christmas was a nightmare. Like, you know, even though we had all these traditions and stuff, it was just all these real hard feelings around everything. And every year they seem to get more complex. And then I just got to the point where I was like, you know, I started talking to my therapist about this and she's like, Hey, take your kids and go volunteer with them. Show them, you know, what it would give them an idea of how privileged they are to have what you have. And to, you know, they, they have a whole family, they have, um, you know, you have the opportunity to buy them the gifts they want. You had, they have all these opportunities that you didn't have. Don't steal that from them. Go take them out there and, and let them enjoy those processes. Let them, cause those would be traditions for them. Right. Um, and give them that opportunity, give them the ability to, um, really enjoy the holidays and, and make them sacred to themselves so they can carry that forward to their children. Um, you know, if they decide to have any, and it was like, see, that was a real hard transition for me. And, 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 and fortunately I had somebody that was like, Hey, you're being a real douchebag here <laughs> you know, with your own children. Um, you know, establish these traditions, give them something they don't currently have, and they'll carry that forward long after you're gone. You know, and that's, you, you know, you um, know, what's amazing about traditions and, and, and the family and everything, try telling some other family that they're doing it wrong, especially when it comes to food or something, mm -hmm. because I noticed when I moved to the South 20 something years ago, I said, oh yeah, the, you know, the Turkey, I love the Turkey, the gravy is probably my favorite part, you know, the mashed potatoes, the dressing. And then they looked at me and says, dressing or, or, or I said, stuffing and they said, <laughs> stuffing. I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, you put the bird and it's, oh, we make that in a pan. It's called dressing. I said, oh, you take the, the you crumple up the the bread and you put the stuff in and everything. And they're like, bread? We use cornbread. <laughs> and I'm like, what heathen would do that? It's not even near the bird. What are you talking about? <laughs> and and then all of a sudden I became public enemy number one. Dolan is stuffing. He thinks I, we had a. I remember the second year I was down here, we had a low country boil for Thanksgiving instead of like oh, the traditional. I, I, that should be a thing. I mean, everybody should. Yeah, that. it should. Oh, that you just made it move. That was amazing. You know, that was like turkey, no ham, no turkey, just a bunch of blue crabs and potatoes and corn and shrimps and hot sauces. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Oh, I uh, I love. I love boils and I, I have a better way of doing boils than, than the, the traditional way of doing boils. Um, <laughs> gonna, I, I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. You better lock your doors tonight, but it is, it is so much better than, mess, than doing it the traditional way. Don't, well, don't mess well, with tell, Southern folk and their it, food. It involves <laughs> like tell the three listeners. pounds of butter. <clears throat> anyway, 
but I will tell you this. Tell the I love turkey. I eat turkey all the time. We buy whole turkeys when it isn't Thanksgiving. I love turkey. It puts mm. me to sleep. It, it may, but it doesn't. It's the, it. it's the 65 <laughs> pounds of pie that you eat every year. It's like I, can, I can't touch turkey. I, I take like a little tiny bite of turkey, and 30 seconds later, I'm like. <sighs> I'm right I watch you do God. the same with Fritos on this show, though. So, Well, I, I would tell you that a turkey a day keeps the turkey population down. I don't know. But <laughs> keeps the butt stuff away. A, a turkey is an amazing thing, and I'll tell you why. It's not so much the turkey meat, although if done right, the turkey is amazing. It is the gravy that turkey produces. And I'm not even lying. If you don't have good gravy, if you're buying store-bought gravy, and this is where I know I'm a foodie. I admit I'm a foodie, and there's nothing I can do about that. But turkey gravy, when you make a roux and you put all the, the, the trimmings in it, you know, all the three pounds of fat that a turkey has on it, in it, and you mix that up, it is the most amazing thing ever. I will take rolls old stale rolls from the previous day and i'll warm up the gravy from from the day after you know and i will just sit there and just dunk it in the gravy i think I just, I just gained 10 pounds listening to this I, podcast I thanks know. joel i think <laughs> i think you should rub it on your chest before you eat it I, i'm telling you it's 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 the most amazing thing ever did we have a do we have a topic for this show? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, gravy on Joel's chest. Gravy. Tune in. <laughs> I think gravy on Joel's chest should be the topic. <laughs> That's right. I might make that the header for the show. People are going to be like, "What the fuck are you talking what is about?" Wrong with you people? Now, you guys are talking about a lot of really cool minutes stuff, before and I'll put this on the it. table here real quick. But if you've never had a Polish Thanksgiving, you haven't lived life. I am telling you, from just an absolutely amazing way to do Thanksgiving. So. And it's not I, like, it's not traditional. I mean, they do ham and turkey too, but it's more like, it's not, um, it's, uh, it's a buffet style that would rival something you would see on a King's table. It's, it's incredible. And it's, you know, sausage and cabbage and, um, just stuff that you wouldn't even think belong in a Thanksgiving dinner. And after you have it, you're like, Oh, this is the best thing ever. So my, my grandmother's check and in that same kind of Eastern European flair, so when she came over here and started doing the trans, the the Thanksgiving tradition, I grew up with with sauerkraut oh, part of the Thanksgiving, yes. and not any sauerkraut. It's called yishka, and it's it's a sweetened sauerkraut with caraway seeds. It's kind of got its own kind of cream sauce to it, and that and 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 dumplings, uh, breaded dumplings, and all the things along with the table. And when they did when when we'd go over there for Thanksgiving. The table seats like 12 in their little house and it, you could barely fit your plate on the table. There were turkeys and hams and green beans and I am so horny right now. I know. I know. And everything was like everything everything was the the fine china too. Like it was good china. It was it was they pulled out the silverware, polished it up and they they had the kitchen was baking for 14 hours before this meal. Like just Everything was just going on. It was the most amazing thing to grow up to that. Mm. I know, mm. I know. And here, I need I a am. snack. Can we go now? Half of it, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say, um, as a uh, as an aside, I just wanted to say that I am very thankful that uh, we've we've stumbled into each other. This little online community. Um, I've, we talk about this constantly, and you can go. 
take a giant shit in your own hair if you're tired of hearing of it because I don't care. Um, but I I actually thought about this today. I have like a lutz in my life, and uh, and I, for those of you that don't know what that means, um, I I feel sorry for you in ways you can't fully understand. Amen. Um, but like um, I have a Tony Rulo in my life. I have an Andy Burke. Preach in my it, life. brother. I have a I have all these people in my life that are um, amazing in ways that words would fail to describe. The English language is is uh, completely deficient in what I'd want to be able to say to just be to explain how thankful I am for everything. To be able to have met you guys, to spend this time once a week where we get together and just talk bullshit, and it doesn't mean anything, and people listen, and we just have a good time doing it. Um, it's been just a fantastic ride and like to be a member of this community, to have our own, uh, online group where we add people to this community. Um, every day we get like 10 requests for our online group now. And it's like, 20. it's probably 20. And every time I hit the accept button, every time I hit the accept button, I go, you lucky fucker, you have no idea <laughs> what I just did for you. <laughs> you have no you have no idea what I just did for you. Um like you are plugged into a I mean, I just gave you a thousand friends that would just grind themselves to to the to the you know the end of the earth for you. I mean, it's just um it's it's just been uh an amazing ride for all of you folks that that tune in weekly listen to this show for the guys that, you know, that we find on these uh, YouTube chats that come to watch us live every week. Um, I can't tell you how thankful we are uh, that you guys show up, that you guys, you know, you're fans of this, which I think all of you should be committed, locked away forever, and uh, all the sharp so, things. It's one of the reasons why on. we talk about mental health so much. <laughs> we, we might have to do it every show. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just... I am so thankful for all of you. I am thankful for all of the friends I've made in this group, um, for all the people that I have as uh, consultants in life, uh, not just in things I'm making, but uh, when I get down, um, I may not comment a lot. This last week has been incredibly stressful for me. Um, and you guys may have seen, I haven't really spent a lot of time in our chat rooms and stuff. Um, but I've been watching you guys like communicate with each other. It's been fun just to kind of take a back seat, not really interject a lot, and just be sort of a uh, an observer to the community for a little bit. Um, and there's inspiration there. There's there's people that are having a good time there. There's people that are enjoying each other there. And you know when you get into a weird place and you're having a hard time, it's really good to be able to see that, even if you're not interacting with it. Like it. It, it gives you a, a weird sense of hope. So um very thankful for for all of that. So that is my uh that is my Thanksgiving uh announcement and uh take it for what you will. That's what I got for this week. So and I have Christmas lights on my head. And you have Christmas <laughs> lights on your head. <laughs> let's let's not forget I have Christmas lights on my head. No, so. I, I love this time of year because it's think about it in and like you said, it's it's all the other holidays have this thing. Right. Like there's, there's no holiday dedicated just for being thankful. Like, like this, like everything else has something else going on, you know, new year's Christmas. There's always some other root thing. This is literally just to sit around and go, well, we're alive. And you know, so far the power is on, you know, and that's pretty cool. And here's a bird to celebrate. 
So, so that's, you know, as far as traditions go, I can get behind this holiday 100%. Truth. Right, Izzy? Get behind this holiday. Hey, I am always behind the holiday when the plates come out. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if I catch you carving a friggin' turkey with an electric knife, I'll come to your house and cut you in half. We use chainsaws here. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, that's my point exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, guys. If you post a picture on Facebook of you carving your bird with an electric knife, expect to see me in 24 hours because I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Good, because I have a lot You're of drawers. You're an embarrassment. I, you, in the, that's in the fine. Come, come punch me in the mouth and then help me build some drawers. Yeah. <laughs> right? I got to get down there. I got to get down there to the shop and give you a hand at something. No, no, You got to no, stop no. doing this shit around the holidays, though, dude. No, I, I, uh, I'm not as free. I'm not as free on the no, weekends. I don't. No, 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 no. Um. You know, guys, it's been a fun ride. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you thought I, that I was responding to a plea for help. I just show up. That's how <laughs> this works. Hey, listen, uh, I'm yeah. going to need coffee Get the in the air mattress out. and uh, an air mattress. Yeah, I need, I need an air mattress and some coffee, and I know you don't want me to come, but you can shut the hell up forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say there's a bed for you, but um, Gary, Gary suggested I sleep in the – there's this room that Gary stays in when he comes up. And it's about 10 degrees colder at night. So I crashed in there the last couple of nights. It's been comfortable. And then last night I broke the bed. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, that was terrible. Well, so. it, well, you're a maker, I, so fix it. So the beds, the beds sleep at, a, at an angle because one side of the bed's still on the frame. The other, bed, the other side fell, and I was too tired to fix it last night. So I laid on that like all night last night. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you did. I woke up this morning and went, man, I really got to fix this. And then I went and took a nap and I was too tired to fix it, so I laid on it again. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to do it in the right direction. Right, yeah. And actually, it kind of helps with uh, with the sleep apnea if you're laying kind of, you know, up a little bit, (laughs) uphill. But I want to I want to say thank you. I, you know, I mean, we're we're sharing what we're thankful for, and I I want to say um, that I'm that I'm again same thing. I'm real grateful for this community. It's it's um it's been a a really amazing five years or so now that I've been involved with this community. And uh, last the last couple of years have been pretty rough. A lot of you guys um, don't know some of the stuff that's happened um, uh, to me personally over the past eighteen months, a little more than that. And it's been it's been the last eighteen months. There's a reason I went kind of quiet on YouTube. Have been uh, uh, absolutely off the chain in ways that I. I can't even begin to describe. So, and, and it really having you guys and being able to do this thing with with you guys in the uh, once a week and everybody else out there in the community, it it's amazing how much that helps kind of pull you through things. Um, so, big big huge thank you for that. Very very grateful and thankful for that. And um, it's uh, you know if you're not using, and I say this like using this community to its full potential, you're you're selling yourself short. Uh, there are people out there are just amazing people out here people who are standing by to help to offer information to offer insight to to be your friend um do those things you know take advantage of it uh, because it's there's just you're never going to find another place like this ever so thanks guys appreciate you i couldn't say it better myself yes oh and by the way if i didn't mention you by name that doesn't mean i don't love you it's just but i've had like I drank a fifth of Jack Daniels while we were talking, and my memory's getting a little fuzzy. So, no, we have yeah, a we there's... have a great community that that 
that, um, you know, it's, it's the helpfulness of it. It's, it's, that's the underlying tone of it. Like there's lots of joking around and having fun and that's awesome. But when somebody gets down and dirty and needs, uh, some advice, needs a hand needs just to get them out of a rut in some way or another, it's, it is an amazing, uh, is amazing place for people to get their fix, whether that's a, an emotional one or whether that's a, uh, uh, an actual fix. Or, yeah, I mean, creative, I mean, when, you know, if you're looking for creative energy or ideas or information or friendship, this is the place to be, period. So. Yeah. You know, this is my, um, for, without being sounding, you know, this is my church. This is where I go. This is my peoples. And uh, there's, there's so much good here in this community. And Make- it's, it's true. It's, it is his church and it's really weird because. Every once in a while, he it does actually, you know, baptize us, and it gets a little weird, but we're cool with it. Hey, I don't think it's weird. There's nothing wrong with being baptized in sawdust. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you are talking to a guy with with Christmas lights on his head. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sure what weird is anymore at this point. But uh, anyway, well, listen, I think, uh, you know, we did an hour and 10 or so. I'm not sure. And I'm starving I apologize. now, so let's, um, let's wrap this up. Oh, God, I want to eat a whole turkey by the ass. I mean, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Feathers and all. Mm. But uh, all right, guys. Well, listen, uh, thank you so much to everybody in our community. I love you guys, um, even though Joel doesn't. And uh, It's true. It's true. It's, uh, you should hear when we it's shut On these. the internet, it has to be true. It's got to be true. Just like Bigfoot's dick. Wait, what? <laughs> it's not enough to have Bigfoot. But uh, but uh, thank you, everybody. And uh, please, hey, if you guys are on Facebook, go to at uh, Maybe Podcast. Um, like that page. We do all of our communicating mostly through there. Um, we have an Instagram channel, and our website is thebomb.com, bitches. Uh, maybe I've said too much.com. Now, there's a Maker's Links page on there. Uh, if you aren't a. Uh, a person that has your links on there. If you're a content creator, you can submit your information to me. It's taking me anywhere from 24 hours to 10 years to get that information updated. But as soon as you submit it, um, I will get to work. And uh, if you are not a member of the We Like to Make Stuff Facebook group, uh, get on there. Uh, do us a favor. If you're coming to us, if you heard about the podcast, just um, say so when the questions we ask. The questions change all the time because me and Joel drink a lot, but uh, so but let us know that you heard about us on the podcast, and we'll get you added right in. Uh, but definitely, uh, you want to be a part of that community if you aren't already, because uh, also it, I won't say that it'll change your life, but it'll change your life. Don't so. forget, we have shirts. Oh yeah, I gotta finish that on the site. Jesus Christ, I'm such a terrible person. You you do need to get the shopping cart set up on the site. Yeah, I really do. So we have shirts on our website, um, and by that I mean they're not on the site yet, but you can buy shirts from us. And uh, I need to get that up and running at some point in the very near future. In in um, the meantime, I have them hosted over at the. I have them hosted over on my website until Mike gets that done. Oh yeah, shit. What's the? Uh, it's missing digit woodshop. Missing digit woodshop. Didn't you have a? I thought there was something weird about your domain name that it's four miles long and i always wanted it to be shorter yes missing digitwoodshop.com you can buy shirts we have the uh all the stuff that our good friend alex has made yep um oh we got a new one coming up by the way i just ordered them i love i love it 
Alex, thank you so much. I know you listen every week. Uh, you shouldn't, but thank you um, for all the stuff that you designed for us. I love you, dude. You're the best. But uh, that's it, folks. Hey, listen, thanks, everybody, for stopping by. Sorry I haven't paid attention to the chat at all. Um, I hate being distracted by the show uh, or from the show by the chat because you guys are freaking hilarious in there. So uh, if you've been chatting with us on YouTube the whole time, uh, I'm sorry I haven't seen any of it. I got you. I, probably I got you back. I've been, yeah. I've been taking care of it. Izzy kind of does that. Um, if you got any uh, any weird beard references you want to make to my No Shave November, hit me up. Um, if any of you guys are into really weird stuff with beards, uh, feel free to share. I love weird shit. And uh, Izzy and Joel, thanks guys for uh, for meeting me every week, talking about random bullshit, and listening to me ramble on about God knows what. I love both of you guys. Me too, brother. You're awesome. Uh, until we meet again, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes this episode. Love all you guys. Hasta the turkey butt. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs>